0: Demonstration that planets move in ellipses, by Sir Isaac Newton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Demonstration that planets move in ellipses, by Sir Isaac Newton. Hypothesis one. Bodies move uniformly in straight lines unless so far as they are retarded by the resistance of the medium or disturbed by some other force. Hypothesis two. The alteration of motion is ever proportional to the force by which it is altered. Hypothesis three. Motions impressed in two different lines. If those lines be taken in proportion to the motions and completed into a parallelogram, compose a motion whereby the diagonal of the parallelogram shall be described in the same time in which the sides thereof would have been described by those compounding motions apart. The motions AB and AC compound the motion AD. Proposition 1 if a body move in vacuo and be continually attracted toward an immovable centre it shall constantly move in one and the same plane and in that plane describe equal areas in equal times let a be the centre towards which the body is attracted And suppose the attraction acts not continually, but by discontinued impressions made at equal intervals of time, which intervals we will consider as physical moments. Let BC be the right line in which it begins to move from B, and which it describes with uniform motion in the first physical moment before the attraction make its first impression upon it. At C, let it be attracted towards the centre A by one impulse or impression of force, and let CD be the line in which it shall move after that impulse. Produce BC to I, so that CI be equal to BC, and draw ID parallel to CA, and the point D in which it cuts CD shall be the place of the body at the end of the second moment. And because the bases BCCI of the triangles ABC, ACI are equal, those two triangles shall be equal. And because the triangles ACI, ACD stand upon the same base AC and between two parallels, they shall be equal. And therefore the triangle ACD described in the second moment shall be equal to the triangle ABD described in the first moment. And by the same reason if the body at the end of the second, third, fourth, fifth and following moments be attracted by single impulses in DEFG, etc., describing the line DE in the third moment, EF in the 4th, FG in the 5th, etc., the triangle AED shall be equal to the triangle ADC and all the following triangles AFE, AGF and to the preceding ones and to one another. And by consequence the areas compounded of these equal triangles, as ABE, AEG, abg, etc., are to one another as the times in which they are described. Suppose now that the moments of time be diminished in length and increased in number in infinitum, so that the impulses or impressions of the attraction may become continual, and that the line bcdefg by the infinite number and infinite littleness of its sides bccd, de, etc., may become a curve one, and the body, by the continual attraction, shall describe areas of this curve, a, b, e, a, e, g, a, b, g, and proportional to the times in which they are described. What was to be demonstrated? Proposition 2. If a body be attracted towards either focus of an ellipsis, and the quantity of the attraction be such as suffices to make the body revolve in the circumference of the ellipsis, the attraction at the two ends of the ellipsis shall be reciprocally as the squares of the body in those ends from that focus. Let AECD be the ellipsis, AC its two ends or vertices f that focus towards which the body is attracted and afe cfd areas which the body with a ray drawn from that focus to its centre describes at both ends in equal times and those areas by the foregoing proposition must be equal because proportional to the times that is the rectangles one-half af times ae and 1 half fc times dc must be equal supposing the arches ae and cd to be so very short that they may be taken for right lines and therefore ae is to cd as fc to fa. Suppose now that am and cn are tangents to the ellipses at its two ends a and c. And that em and dn are perpendiculars let fall from the points d and e upon those tangents, and because the ellipsis is alike crooked at both ends, those perpendiculars em and dn will be to one another as the squares of the arches ae and cd, and therefore em is to dn as fc cubed to fa cubed. Now in the times that the body by means of the attraction moves in the arches AE and CD from A to E and from C to D, it would without attraction move in the tangents from A to M and from C to N. Tis by the force of the attractions that the bodies are drawn out of the tangents from M to E and from N to D. And therefore the attractions are as those distances me and nd, that is, the attraction at the end of the ellipsis a is to the attraction at the other end of the ellipsis c as me to nd, and by consequence as fc cubed to fa cubed. What was to be demonstrated? Lemma 1. If a right line touch an ellipsis in any point thereof, and parallel to that tangent be drawn another right line from the centre of the ellipsis, which shall intersect a third right line drawn from the touch-point through either focus of the ellipsis, the segment of the last-named right line lying between the point of intersection and the point of contact shall be equal to half the long axis of the ellipsis. Let APBQ be the ellipses, AB its long axis, C its center, F small f its foci, P the point of contact, PR the tangent, CD the line parallel to the tangent, and PD the segment of the line FP. I say that this segment shall be equal to AC for join p small f and draw small fe parallel to cd and because f small f is bisected in c fe shall be bisected in d and therefore 2 pd shall be equal to the sum of pf and pe that is to the sum of pf and p small f that is to ab and therefore pd shall be equal to ac, what was to be demonstrated. Lemma 2 Every line drawn through either focus of any ellipsis, and terminated at both ends by the ellipsis, is to that diameter of the ellipsis which is parallel to this line as the same diameter is to the long axis of the ellipsis. Let APBQ be the ellipsis, AB its long axis, F and small f its foci, C its center, PQ the line drawn through its focus F, and VCS its diameter parallel to PQ, and PQ will be to VS as VS to AB. For draw a small f small p parallel to q f p, and cutting the ellipses in small p, join p small p cutting v s in t, and draw p r which shall touch the ellipses in p, and cut the diameter v s produced in r, and c t will be to c s as c s to c r as has been showed by all those who treat of the conic sections but ct is the semisum of fp and small f small p that is of fp and fq and therefore 2ct is equal to pq also 2cs is equal to vs and by the foregoing lemma 2cr is equal to ab Wherefore, PQ is to VS as VS to AB. What was to be demonstrated? Corollary: AB times PQ equals VS cubed equals four CS cubed. Lemma three: If from either focus of any ellipses unto any point in the perimeter of the ellipses be drawn a right line and another right line doth touch the ellipsis in that point and the angle of contact be subtended by any third right line drawn parallel to the first line the rectangle which that substance contains with the same substance produced to the other side of the ellipsis is to the rectangle which the long axis of the ellipsis contains with the first line produced to the other side of the ellipsis As the square of the distance between the subtends, and the first line is to the square of the short axis of the ellipsis. Let AKBL be the ellipsis, AB its long axis, KL its short axis, C its centre, F small f its foci, P the point of the perimeter, PF the first line pq that line produced to the other side of the ellipsis, px the tangent, xy the subtence produced to the other side of the ellipsis, and yz the distance between this subtence and the first line. I say that the rectangle xyi is to the rectangle ab times pq as yz cubed to kl cubed. For let Vs be the diameter of the ellipsis parallel to the first line Pf, and Gh another diameter parallel to the tangent Px, and the rectangle Yxi will be to the square of the tangent Px cubed as the rectangle Scv to the rectangle Gch, that is, as Sv cubed to Gh cubed. This is a property of the ellipses demonstrated by all that right of the conic sections. And they have also demonstrated that all the parallelograms circumscribed about an ellipsis are equal, whence the rectangle 2PE times GH is equal to the rectangle AB times KL, and consequently GH is to KL as AB, that is, by lemma 1, 2pd to 2pe and in the same proportion is px to yz. Whence px is to gh as yz to kl and px cubed to gh cubed as yz cubed to kl cubed. But yxi was to px cubed as sv cubed, that is, by corollary lemma 2, ab times pq to gh cubed, whence invertedly yxi is to ab times pq as px cubed to gh cubed, and by consequence as yz cubed to kl cubed what was to be demonstrated. Proposition 3 If a body be attracted towards either focus of any ellipsis, and by that attraction be made to revolve in the perimeter of the ellipsis, the attraction shall be reciprocally as the square of the distance of the body from that focus of the ellipsis. Let P be the place of the body in the ellipsis at any moment of time, and Px the tangent in which the body would move uniformly were it not attracted, and x the place in that tangent at which it would arrive in any given part of time, and y the place in the perimeter of the ellipsis at which the body doth arrive in the same time by means of the attraction. Let us suppose the time to be divided into equal parts, and that those parts are very little ones, so that they may be considered as physical moments, and that the attraction acts not continually, but by intervals, once in the beginning of every physical moment. And let the first action be upon the body in P, the next upon it in Y, and so on perpetually, so that the body may move from P to Y in the Cord of the arch py and from y to its next place in the ellipsis in the chord of the next arch and so on for ever and because the attraction in p is made towards f and diverts the body from the tangent px into the chord py so that in the end of the first physical moment it be not found in the place x where it would have been without the attraction but in y being by the force of the attraction in p translated from x to y. The line xy generated by the force of the attraction in p must be proportional to that force and parallel to its direction, that is, parallel to pf produce xy, and pf till they cut the ellipses in i and q join fy and upon fp let fall the perpendicular yz and let ab be the long axis and kl the short axis of the ellipses, and by the third lemma xyi will be to ab times pq as yz cubed to kl cubed and by consequence yx will be equal to ab times pq times yz cubed divided by xi times kl cubed and in like manner if small p small y be the chord of another arch small p small y which the revolving body describes in a physical moment of time and small p small x be the tangent of the ellipses at small p and small x small y, the substance of the angle of contact drawn parallel to small p f, and if small p f and small x small y produced cut the ellipses in small q and small i, and from small y upon small p f be let fall the perpendicular small y small z the subtense small y small x shall be equal to ab times small p small q times small y small z quadrupled divided by small x small i times k l quadrupled. And therefore yx shall be to small y small x as ab times pq times yz cubed divided by xi times kl cubed two ab times small p small q times small y small z quadrupled divided by small x small i times kl quadrupled that is as pq divided by xi times yz quadrupled to small p small q divided by small x small i times small y small z quadrupled. And because the lines p y small p small y are by the revolving body described in equal times, the areas of the triangles p y f small p small y f must be equal by the first proposition. And therefore the rectangles pf times yz and pf times small y small z are equal. And by consequence yz is to small y small z as small p f to pf. Whence pq divided by xi times yz cubed is to small p small q divided by small x small i times small y small z quadrupled as pq divided by x i small p f quadrupled to small p small q divided by small x small y times pf quadrupled. And therefore yx is to small yx as pq divided by xi times small p f quadrupled to small p small q divided by small x small i times p f quadrupled and as we told you that xy was the line generated in a physical moment of time by the force of the attraction in p so for the same reason is small x small y the line generated in the same quantity of time by the force of the attraction in small p. And therefore the attraction in p is to the attraction in small p as the line x y to the line small x small y, that is as p q divided by x i times small p f quadrupled to small p small q divided by small x small i times pf quadrupled. Suppose now that the equal lines in which the revolving body describes the lines p y and small p y become infinitely little, so that the attraction may become continual and the body by this attraction revolve in the perimeter of the ellipses, and the lines p q xy as also small p small q small x small i becoming coincident and by consequence equal the quantities pq divided by xi times small p f quadrupled and small p small q divided by small x small i times pf quadrupled will become small p f quadrupled and Pf quadrupled, and therefore the attraction in P will be to the attraction in small p as small pf cubed to pf cubed, that is, reciprocally as the squares of the distances of the revolving bodies from the focus of the ellipses. What was to be demonstrated? End of Demonstration that planets move in ellipses by sir isaac newton read by avai in october 2017